0: Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network, hosted by Pete Lutz.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
0: Welcome to episode 605 of the Sonic Society, the world's greatest showcase of modern audio theatre. I'm Jack Ward, and we barely have enough time to introduce both the show and my MetaHuman co-host, David Alt.
2: Good morning, everyone. Jack, uh, are we listening to a superhero show today? And all these references of MetaHumans and your hint of uncanny last week?
0: I can understand why you'd think so, David. And while certainly elements of today's double feature would put you in the mind for super efforts, it's more like supernatural and stupendous comedy melded together.
2: Oh, with a combination like that, you might must mean one of my absolute favourite shows, Uncanny County by Todd Faulkner.
0: None other. And our two episodes, A Thing for Machines and Irreconcilable Differences, take up all our time. So let's get right to it as it all begins right here on the
2: Sonic Society.
3: You're riding alone on a moonlit but starless night. You just missed your exit. Now there's only one way back home. Sit back, open your ears, and hold on tight, because you're about to take a quick detour through Uncanny County.
4: Come on, come on, I can just make it.
5: Watch out, young man. I almost hit you.
4: I'm sorry, Mrs. Jesperson. I I got done early at the garage, and I'm trying to make it to Lorene's before she closes up shop. It's kind of a big night.
5: You still have to look before you cross the street. If I'd been driving, you'd be dead right now. Right, Robbie? Yes,
6: Doris. Given those parameters, there would have been a 94% probability of that outcome. However, my sensors relayed the information to the car's braking system with almost .7 seconds to spare.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Robbie.
6: You are welcome. Please remember to look both ways before crossing the street.
4: Will do, Robbie. Ma'am, won't happen again.
5: See that it doesn't. Come on, Robbie, let's get back to our errands.
4: 5.29. I can still make it. Ha! .7 seconds to spare.
1: Excuse me? Nothing. He was attempting a joke based upon the premise that we're about to close, but his calculations are off. We're not closing the store in .7 seconds. We're closing the store in approximately 7.3 seconds. Otherwise, ha 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 Well, Kevin, I say we let it slide for a regular like Hal. What can I do you for, Hal? A
4: dozen red roses.
1: You are nothing if not predictable.
4: You're right. It is a big night. Better make it two dozen.
1: Two dozen? Kevin? Two dozen red roses coming up. Big night? May I inquire as to what's so big about it? Uh, you may inquire, though I may not answer. I see. You know where it is. Margie McPherson spotted you spending your lunch hour yesterday at Wilma's Jewelers. Is that the word? Sounds like quite a word. It is, but the question is Does the word lead to another question, and will you be spending the evening popping it? Wow. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a secret in this town? According to my sources, possibly. But you didn't hear that from me. (laughs) Here you are, Hal. Two dozen red roses.
4: Thank you, Kevin. Now I just have to hope that she makes it home in time for dinner. All you help bots are keeping my Sally right busy.
1: These help bots of hers have been a godsend. Why, with their help, this town practically runs itself. Yeah,
4: except when they break down and Sally has to fix them.
1: But then she makes them better. She's made this whole town better.
4: I suppose she has.
1: Hal Berkeley, are you jealous of Sally's help bots? Is that why you're doing this? Doing what? Proposing.
4: No, it's not about me. I'm proposing to Sally <laughs> because...
1: Gotcha! You're proposing to Sally. You're proposing to Sally.
4: All right, all right.
1: Hope you two get to it soon. We could use some kids around this town. Uh, Let's not get ahead of ourselves.
4: Keep it under your hat, okay?
1: I don't wear hats, but your secret is safe with me. And me.
4: Thanks. Thank you both.
1: And how? She'll say yes, you know.
4: I hope so. I do hope so.
1: Depending upon certain variables, there is a probability of up to 82.7%. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin, don't tell people the odds when you're talking about romance. Somebody needs an upgrade.
3: Hal Berkeley's girlfriend, Sally Poole, has always had a thing for machines. Folks in Junction Falls have seen her wander in the streets with her homemade robotic friends since she was a small child. Now after breezing through college and graduate school in record time, she rejected the many offers from the private sector and brought her mechanical gifts back home to Junction Falls. Her homemade robot helpers and other futuristic contraptions allow its residents to relax and enjoy their freshly baked slice of the American dream. But Hal Berkeley's only dream is to spend more time with Sally, his girlfriend since childhood. And as of late, that dream has become more and more unfulfilled. And now he's about to find out that spending time together has a relative meaning, especially within the confines of Uncanny County.
7: Hi, hon. Sorry I'm late.
4: Oh, hey. Uh, Sorry, I I must have dozed off.
7: Were you really asleep?
4: No. I should have called. That's okay, Sally. I made us dinner. I can just uh, pop it in the oven and heat it up.
7: I already grabbed a bite at the diner. I'm sorry. I got hung up there working on Bert and Ernie. I had to totally realign their servos to compensate for those slippery, new tile floors, and I didn't know you were cooking. Yeah, well,
4: you know, it's been a while since we've had a date night.
7: We share the same roof, silly. Every night's a date night.
4: Yeah, yeah, but it's a special night. Anniversary anniversary. Well, it's the first day of school, so I'm told, and the first day of fourth grade was the first time I laid eyes on you.
7: Oh, that's sweet. But didn't we meet at the soda shop a month before that?
4: Possibly, but, well, n- never mind. I just wanted to...
7: I do like the flowers. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hal, is there something you're not telling me?
4: No, no. I... Yes, yes, I I had something I wanted to do tonight, and... Oh,
7: Hal, I'm awful tired. Can't we just cuddle?
4: Not that. Something else. I just didn't want it to be like this.
7: Like what? Hal, just
4: tell me. Like it always is. Damn it. Sally, I, I love you so much, but you just never... We, we just... Never have time for us. I know. My helpers need a lot of help themselves, but they're doing a lot of good. I get that, and I think that's great. But the thing is, I remember a gal who wanted to pull up stakes and see the world.
7: And I remember a guy who wanted to put up a white picket fence.
4: Well, that guy has had a change of heart. And... (laughs) I think it's high time we pulled up stakes and saw what lies beyond Junction Falls. I mean, after we get married, of course, then we'll be free to go off and it'll be just us. After we get... Oh, yeah. Sally. Sally, I love you more than I ever thought I could love anything, ever. And it would mean the whole world to me if you would do me the honor of becoming my wife. Will you marry me? Well, sure. Sure? Of course. Sure. Sure! (laughs) Ha! That's great! When? Soon. Down the
7: road a piece. I mean, I hear there's a lot that goes into a wedding, and I sure don't have the time right now with all the issues with the solar grid, not to mention how the radio signals from all the new help bots interfere with each other. And, of course, I'll have to pick out a dress, and you know how I hate
4: shopping. Sally. Do you still want to see the world, don't you? Well, sure. Well, then, let's go. Now, while we're young. Let's go see everything. Don't you still want to? Like, when we were kids? Sure. But things are
7: complicated now.
4: You do want to. Get married, I mean.
7: Of course I do. Tonight, let's just be happy in the now, okay? And then... Someday we're going to get married. Someday. Yay! Yay. That's a good thing. It is. Why don't you try to wake me up early tomorrow and we can celebrate properly?
4: Yeah. Celebrate. (laughs) I would not argue with that. Hmm morning, honey. I hope you're ready to celebrate because I am positively raring to... Sally? Sally? Oh.
7: Sorry, hon. I had to leave before sunrise. I got word the solar grid was getting sketchy and Mr. Culp's helper bot, Daisy, has developed a bit of a potty mouth. I'll make it up to you tonight. Love, Sally.
4: Hellfire and damnation.
8: Wow, that was harsh.
4: Yeah, I know, Marty. Hand me that plug socket, will you, Dwayne? Sure. I mean, it's probably nothing, right, Marty? Probably? It's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know Sally.
8: Since y'all were both kids. Yeah. So it's nothing.
4: Whatever the heck it is she's doing all day.
8: It's nothing. You know good and well she's fixing her help bots.
4: Well, sure, but...
8: Marty, the hours she puts in, what, what... There aren't enough help bots in town. The more she makes, the more people want. Hell, you ever quit working here, I'll have to get a couple of those things just to keep up. Dwayne ain't up to the task. I'm right here.
4: You're right, Marty. It's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. Durn right. Of course, if it's nothing, there's no harm in my poking around. Heck, maybe even following her for a spell. Might make you feel better. You mind helping me out? Being an extra set of eyes? I guess. We're done for the day. Would mind if me and Dwayne take off early? No, but on
8: a related note, have you lost your mind? (laughs)
4: Lost my peace of mind, that's for sure. It's high time I got it back.
6: Evening, Hunter. Evening, Sally.
7: So Herbie is acting up, huh? Hello,
6: Sally. Like you can't see straight. So I see. Hell, can we just go? It's nine o'clock. We've been following her for five hours. All she's done is fix help bots. Yeah,
4: but this is Hunter Hmm. Jackson,
6: the Hmm. town's resident
4: playboy and badass. I don't like it. She's awful friendly. She's always friendly. Don't mean nothing. Get down.
6: How have you been? I've been better. I was hoping to get you to take a little look under my hood. Come on, Herbie.
4: Let's just go. No! How? Let's say what you think is going on in there is actually going on in there. Would you really want to see that? I have to. Keep an eye out. Keep your distance. The last thing you need is Hunter kicking your ass on top of everything. Have the back windows open. I ought to be able to hear everything.
9: Stay down so they can't see you.
6: Don't look. Just listen. Come on. I can't wait till next week. You're
7: just gonna have to.
6: But I can't hardly move. I can't think of anything but having you here to make me feel better. Hunter. Pretty please.
7: Okay, but real quick. I really need to get back home to Hal on time tonight.
6: It'll be quick. Lord knows you know what you're doing.
7: You do make a girl blush, Hunter.
6: I do what I can.
7: Let's get those pants off of you. And that chest.
6: Sally, no! What the hell? This isn't what it looks like.
4: Hal, I can explain. Come inside. Explain? His legs are off. His chest is open. Inside, he's just a rope.
7: Artificial life form. What did you do to him? Well, I... I...
4: I didn't... I didn't do any. He didn't get this way by himself. Dwayne! Dwayne, get over here.
6: You've got to see. Save it, Hal. I
4: know. Know what? Hey... Let go of me, Dwayne. Marty, what are you
6: doing here? He told you not to look in there. Don't make it harder than it has to be.
7: Don't hurt him. Hal, just let me explain.
8: Ouch.
10: That's gonna leave a mark.
4: Dwayne, you too? Hal, Dwayne's your friend. You didn't need to knock his face off. His face? That's not his face. That's not Dwayne. It's a robot. Artificial
2: life form.
4: Let me explain. Explain? Sally, Lord knows I love you, but you need help. You can't just... Just what? Just go around replacing people
7: with robots. What the hell do you think? You are making a mountain out of a molehill. This will all be
8: over before you know
7: it. I'm coming outside.
8: How do you stay put? The
7: hell I will.
8: And now you knock off my head? That's your dirty pool, how?
4: My lord, Sally, what did you do?
7: Warning. Warning. Hal is aware. Repeat. Repeat. Hal is aware. He He must must be contained. Priority one. All All available available units, prepare prepare for pursuit. Sector Sector 431. Mission: Mission. retrieval Retrieval and reconditioning. Damn it,
5: Berkeley. You are
4: not
6: going to be happy until I run you over for good. Mrs.
4: Jesperson, thank God. Point
6: seven seconds to
5: spare.
4: Mrs. Jesperson, you'd better step away from the car from... Robbie
6: that won't be necessary.
4: S- Sally's gone mad. She's replacing people with machines.
6: No
5: shit, Sherlock. Oh. No. Hal no. Berkeley spotted sector 442. He's headed toward Jansen's Creek. Request backup.
1: There's nowhere to run, Hal. You're making Mother very unhappy. We can't have that. No, we can't. Lorene, you too? Well, sure. Hal, just stay put. Mother will take care of you.
4: Mother? You mean Sally.
1: Well, of course I do. Bert? Ernie?
4: Zach, hold your position.
1: There's nowhere to run. Hal, please watch out behind you. That's a heck of a drop to the creek.
4: Yeah. I suppose it is.
1: Hal, No! Lulu to mother. Lulu to mother. How is in the creek. He appears to be intact and he's headed east. All, All units, units triangulate, triangulate for Jensen's creek. creek. Bring, Bring him, him in. in. Priority,
7: Priority one. one. Bring, Bring him, him, home. him home.
3: Warning. Approaching perimeter.
4: We can go no further without losing contact and breaking our directive.
3: Affirmative. We must return to town or risk deactivation. Report. Mother. Reporting to Mother. Come back. Mother here. Go ahead. We have lost him. Hal is off the grid.
7: Roger that, Ernie. Roger that. Come back home.
4: Affirmative. Oh, thank God. Wait. Who is that? (laughs) It can't be. Sheriff, Sheriff, Sheriff Roland, Sheriff Roland. Thank God you drove by, Hal. You've got to help me. The, the whole town, everyone's been replaced. Sally's—I I don't know what she
7: did, but—Slow down, son. Just slip her in neutral. I know you're in the dark here. You're not responsible. No,
4: I'm not responsible. What do you say? I had nothing to do Man's with. Where we can see them, Hal. It's
7: fine, Deputy. Just calm down, Hal. I got a message for you. A message? Hal, Klaatu Beradu Nikto. Nikto. What? Dang it all to heck, I never could pronounce this. Klaatu Berada Nikto. There it is.
4: What are you... Why am I so (laughs) sleepy?
10: What in the H-E double hockey sticks was that? It's
7: from some movie. Sally always loved her movies. It's fail-safe, a code word. This town's off the map, and we're gonna keep it that way.
10: What do you mean, failsafe? Is he dangerous?
7: No, just misguided. It's like a code word or something. You ever see that hypnotist out of Jefferson City? No. Well, it's kind of like that.
10: I told you your first day will be interesting. Is it always like this around here?
7: This? Oh, this is nothing. Let's get him in the car. Hal? Hal, wake up.
4: (sighs) I had the weirdest dream. And now I'm strapped to a table, so... Well,
7: for starters... That was no dream.
4: I might have guessed. Sally, what did you do?
7: Do? I just do what I always do. Keep things moving, build my friends so they can help people, so things can stay like they were. Like they are. Like they always
4: are. What do you mean, like they were?
7: I... I... nothing. I...
4: What did you mean?
7: I can't tell you.
4: I thought you could tell me anything.
7: No, I mean, I cannot tell you. I'm unable. What does that mean? It means I am unable. That is all. End line.
4: End line? What is that even... Do you love me? Of course. Then tell me. I love you, no matter what you've done.
7: I have done nothing.
4: It's okay. I have done
7: nothing. I have
4: done... Sally. I have... I
7: have... What's... I have... Happening to you, Sally? I have... Sally! That's enough, Sally. Power down.
2: Yes, Mother.
4: Uh, Sally?
7: Sally. Hal, calm down. Who the hell are you? You're not her mother. She died six years ago. Six years. Try 25. No, 27. Who the hell are you? Have I changed so much? Sally? Yeah, it's me. What? What happened to you? Do I look that bad? No! No! You're beautiful, just... different. And you're just the same. Almost. Almost? Hal, I'm going to loosen these straps. I have to show you something. Do you promise me you're gonna keep it together?
4: I'll try. Uh, I mean, I will. Okay, then. Much better. What are you doing to my chest?
7: Hold still now. <laughs> it tickles.
4: That doesn't look right.
7: No. I suppose it doesn't.
4: So, uh, I'm- I'm a robot-
7: Artificial life form. And, yes. Now, hold on, let me close that.
4: But why? Why would you replace me? R- replace everyone? That's
7: With- not what I did! Well, it is what I did. But it's not as nefarious as you make it sound.
4: When did this start? After I got back from school. I, I remember that. Vaguely. I, I remember I, I was so happy to have you back. But I wanted to go away. No, that's not what... Yes,
7: Hal. I did. I came home from MIT a multimillionaire. I started selling AI concepts and artificial brain architecture while I was still a sophomore. I couldn't just come home. So we fought.
4: We never fight.
7: We did. I wanted to go, you wanted to stay. Simple as that.
4: I don't remember any of this.
7: No, you wouldn't. Why, Sally? Why would you... We had it out. Right there in the town square. You were upset, crying, you started to cross the street and... Oh my God. Mrs. Jesperson rounded the corner in that big old Coronado of hers and then... You couldn't have come with me whether I'd convinced you to or not.
4: So you rebuilt
7: me? Everyone in town thought I was crazy. I suppose all the money I had in the bank kind of smoothed that over. But I had you again. Catch was I had to keep you here in town, where I could keep you more or less under wraps, and close to the power source.
4: Your solar grid...
7: More like a cold fusion reactor, taking up most of Mystery Mountain. Long story. But
4: my mind, my, my memories...
7: I rebuilt them for you. Best I could. That's impossible. Everyone in town knew you and loved you. The stories they had, they helped me fill in the gaps where I came up short.
4: What about the others?
7: People die, Hal. They move away. The town's got to keep going. Mr. Ferguson got the bone cancer, and once he went, well, I had to keep the grocery store going. And then Dr. Lockhart just went in his sleep one night, and his wife had no insurance and nowhere to go, and the town needed a doctor. Because without a good doctor, more people would leave, and then... And then what? Things
4: change.
7: Not here they don't. I won't let them. And thanks to all my patents, money will never be an issue.
4: So, one by one, you've replaced everyone?
7: Once they've gone, yes. I mean, they're not like you. They're just placeholders. Actors playing a role. You're the only one with full consciousness and free will.
4: And no one minded?
7: People like things the way they were.
4: Only there's no more people.
7: Technically, not anymore. But the town lives on. Even the sheriff? She's real. But she doesn't live in town. Besides, with a crime rate of approximately zero, I think we're her favorite spot in the county.
4: You did this all for me? To keep me alive? Yeah. Then why? Why did you replace yourself? You deserved the Sally you fell in love with. The Sally I fell in love with was nine years old. She wanted to see the world. Well, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Oh,
7: Sally. Sally,
4: what am I going to do with you?
7: I don't know. Hold me. Amir I miss you
4: You're gonna have to let me go, you know No Sally, this ain't living I don't want this
7: I know, but it's the best I could do I
4: ain't talking about me I can't bear the thought of you stuck here like this and the real me wouldn't either I can't just shut you down I can reboot you, but you find out you always
7: find out You never could leave well enough alone. Well, then let's go. Just leave. You can't. Why not? Power source, fusion reactor, mystery mountain.
4: Oh. Right.
7: And before you say it, no, you can't off yourself either, so we're stuck.
4: No. We're not. Well, you're not. What do you mean? It's okay. I have an idea.
7: What kind of idea?
4: crazy one. You'll like it. But first... You have to promise me something. What? You've got to be brave. And you've got to be strong. And you have got to pack your bags and go see the world.
7: No, I couldn't possibly... You have to. No, no. It'll fall apart. Who's going to keep things running?
4: Why, Sally Poole, you're not the only one in this town with a thing for machines.
1: Sally! Sally! I, I mean, Mother. I mean, what should I call you now? Sally's fine, Lorraine. What can I do for you? I'm glad we caught you before you left for the airport. Kevin? One hundred and twenty red roses. Thank
7: you,
4: Kevin. Hal? What? It's just money. I mean, technically your money, but... Wait, how does that work? If... If everyone's a robot, then why bother with... You've got to keep the economy moving. But... Come here.
1: Kevin, come on. Let's give them some privacy. I should stay.
4: I'll be fine. You've shown me the ropes. Not to mention upgraded my memory.
7: Still, if you need anything, just call my cell phone. Any time at all, I'll come running. What's the cell phone? Never mind. Just call this number.
4: Will do. Only... I won't. We'll be fine. You'd better go.
6: Uh, excuse me. I have a weird question for you. Somebody here order a private bus to the airport? I had a hell of a time finding this place.
4: That's right, partner.
6: I'm scared.
4: That means you're alive. Now go. I'm going to visit.
6: You'd better. Ma'am, we'd better go if we're going to make that flight.
7: It's a private plane, so there's no need to... Go.
4: I'll see you before you know it. Before you know it. Well, sort of. Sort of? What do you mean, sort of? But you're really going to leave me with... You'll
7: see. Soon. Just look behind you.
4: Behind me? There's no one behind me. Oh. Uh. Excuse me.
7: Excuse me. Hi.
4: Hello. Um.
7: It's me. I mean, you know, the me you knew before you found out about all this.
4: Oh. Well, hi.
7: I've had some upgrades. I'm... I'm not her, but I am me. I think, therefore I am. Get it? Look, I don't expect anything from you. I know I'm not her, but I'm happy just to be around, just to help you. That's enough. That's enough for me. You get what you get and you don't get upset.
4: That's right. But we're alive. Sort of, right? Sort of. And where there's life, there's hope.
7: Hope of finding something you've lost?
4: Or of making something new. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what I should call you.
7: I'm still just Sally.
4: Well,
3: hello, Sally. I'm Hal. Hal and... Well, let's call her Sally 2.0, have a chance. As the only two fully sentient beings living in a three-dimensional memory, they have a chance at making something new, something real between them. A second chance at a lasting love between a technological Adam and Eve in a virtual Eden somewhere just off the map in Uncanny County.
1: uncanny county is the unholy creation of todd faulkner and allison crane it's produced by todd faulkner allison crane and william frankie our executive producer is jessica walker tonight's episode a thing for machines was written by todd faulkner and produced by aj cermak and todd faulkner it featured matthew rankin as how and nicole greeby as sally along with the vocal talents of heather mcallister babs Wynn, jenny curlin ron sanborn Matthew Hammond, William Frankie, and Todd Faulkner. This is Allison Crane from Uncanny County. Tonight's episode has been brought to you by the Twilight Diner. The Twilight Diner. Come for the pie, stay because you're stuck in a time loop.
3: alone on a moonlit but starless night. You just missed your exit. Now there's only one way back home. So sit back, open your ears, and hold on tight. Because you're about to take a quick detour through Uncanny County.
8: Good morning, Amy.
5: Morning, Chaplain. Big day. Yes.
8: You look lovely. Thank you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, then.
5: Hi, baby.
8: Hi, baby. You look beautiful. How long do we have?
5: Five minutes.
8: Okay, better get moving. Do you, Calvin Lee Drummond, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish till death do you part? I do. And do you, Amy Margaret Smith, take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish till death do you part? I do. Who has the ring? Here. Thanks, Warden. Calvin, repeat after me. With this ring, I thee wed. With this ring, I thee wed. By the power vested in me, I now pronounce your husband and wife. You may kiss the... May he kiss the bride? He may. Go for it, son.
3: Love can bloom in the unlikeliest of places. For Calvin and Amy, a quickie wedding in the warden's office is as romantic as any highfalutin church affair. You may think these two face obstacles ahead. You'd be right. But obstacles are not always what you expect in Uncanny County.
0: Okay, take them back, fellas. I love you, Amy.
5: I love you.
8: So, Amy, do you have any plans to celebrate? Like what? Well, some folks go for a meal with their family and friends, uh, have a cake, that sort of thing.
5: Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just happy to be finally married to Calvin.
3: (laughs) Please, stop! Please!
6: You did it. You went through with it. You betrayed me.
5: I said I would. Why?
6: Why would you do that? Why?
5: You know why! You know! I will not have it! I will not! You're hurting me!
6: You know what I'm capable of?
5: It won't work this time, Jake! It won't! There's nothing you can do! Hi, baby.
11: Hi, baby. I missed you. I missed you,
5: too.
11: It's hard being here without you.
5: It's hard for me, too. I know
11: it is. Listen, baby, there's something I gotta tell you. I don't want you to get your hopes up. What is it? You've always believed in me, in my innocence.
5: Of course I have. You're such a loving and gentle man. Well, I know killers, and you ain't a killer.
11: Baby doll. What do you mean, you know killers?
5: I mean, you know, TV and all.
11: You're the cutest thing i ever seen. Anyways, my conviction
5: was a mistake. I know, honey. You told me when you answered my first letter, and every letter after that, and every time I see you. Not that you shouldn't. It's real important. Well, something's
11: happened. Like I said, I don't want you to get your hopes up or nothing. What is it? Well, it seems that another fellow's confessed to the crime. What? Yeah. Yeah. He was caught dead to rights in a different murder, confessed to three others, including the one that put me here.
5: Oh, what does that mean?
11: It means I could be getting out of here, baby. Well, they still gotta make sure his story checks out. There are court proceedings and the like. But I could be out of here in a month's time. I, I don't know what to say. I know, me neither. I. We would finally, finally be together, Amy. Live as man and wife, get ourselves a little house, maybe even start a family. I don't want to think too much about it. Don't want to jinx it. I've been here so long. So, so long. In all that time, you're the only good thing that's ever happened to me. My heart was nothing but a cold, hard peach pit. You cured me. You saved me. You let me feel again. When I get out, I'm going to be the man you deserve.
5: Oh, I... oh. What's the matter, honey? Ain't you happy? Oh, of course. Of course, I'm happy. I I guess I'm just in shock. I I don't want to get my hopes up. Like you said, of course, I'm happy.
6: What do you think you're doing?
5: What's it look like? Packing.
6: Again? When are you going to learn you can't shake me?
5: I ain't. I ain't trying to shake you. I'm trying to stop you from doing harm again.
6: You thought you had it all solved, didn't you? Marrying him, so perfect.
5: Not perfect, but the best I could do. Things can never be anywhere near perfect for me. Oh,
6: it's all about you. Always crying about how bad your life is. Like it's my fault. What about me? I'm this way because of you, a
5: prisoner. I wish. What? I wish you were a prisoner. You should be in prison.
6: Well, go ahead. Turn me in. Oh, wait, you can't because they'd put you away too.
5: You're terrible. You're a terrible. Terrible what, person? Not even.
6: I'd kill you if I could. Shut up, Jane! No, you shut up! No,
5: you shut up! You
6: think you're just gonna hit the road,
5: leave here with no consequences? You've already ruined my marriage. You've already broken my heart. There's nothing else you can do.
6: So we're leaving? Yes. Too bad. I liked this
3: house. (laughs)
11: Thanks again for the ride, Sheriff.
7: You're welcome, Calvin.
11: I'd have had Amy come get me, but... What? Well, I'm kind of worried, to be honest. I ain't been able to reach her. She doesn't know you're coming home? No. I tried, but she ain't been answering the phone. Maybe she went out of town? She didn't say nothing about it, if she was. I mean, I wasn't expecting to get released this soon, but I thought...
7: Hang on. Something's not right. Wait. What is that? It looks like a smoldering heap of ash where Amy's house should be. No.
11: Oh, no. Amy! Wait
7: here, Calvin. I'm gonna have a word with Fire Chief. Calvin, did you hear me? Huh? Yeah. Okay, sit tight. Sheriff. What do we got, Chief? A fire. Yeah, I got that much. Casualties?
6: Doesn't look like anyone was home. No bodies. No cars in the driveway.
7: Who called it in? A neighbor. Any idea what caused it?
6: Could be arson. Could be. I'm sure.
2: Could also be a gas leak, electrical malfunction, lightning strike, meth lab explosion. Who can say?
7: Well, you just let me know when you know for sure, okay? Will do. Good news is, Amy didn't appear to be home. Oh, thank God. Any idea where she might be?
11: I... No. She only just has the one number. I gotta tell you, Sheriff, I'm real concerned.
7: I'm sure there's nothing to be concerned about. Could she maybe be staying with family?
11: She's got no family left.
7: Any friends she might have mentioned?
11: No. I can't
7: recall any. When's the last time you heard from her?
11: When she came to visit me last month. When I told her I might be getting out.
7: Huh. Okay. Let's head over to the station and we'll fill out a missing person report. Then we'll figure out somewhere for you to stay.
6: Another shithole. Couldn't you at least find a motel with magic fingers?
5: This is what we can afford.
6: Is there HBO?
5: It doesn't matter, Jake. Just let me think.
6: We well, can't stay here. They'll be looking for you.
5: Well, what do you suggest? Mexico. We are not going to Mexico.
6: Why not? You love Mexican food. Jake! You know, Amy, that's one thing we always could agree on food. There are beaches in Mexico. You'd like that, wouldn't you? We could sit on the beach and drink pina coladas. Don't that sound nice? Stop it.
5: What? Stop pretending you care about what I want. This is about you. It's always been about you. You're
6: such a bitch.
5: No, you are. No, you
6: are. I got a mind to turn myself in. That'd really screw you over, wouldn't it?
5: You always say that, and you never do.
6: Maybe I mean it this time.
5: Well, then do it. Go on. There's a phone right there. Yes. I didn't think so. I'll just do what I always do. I'll lay low until I'm... until I'm forgotten.
6: You have no idea what being forgotten means.
7: Any word back on the DNA sample from that envelope?
10: Nothing yet, Sheriff. Can I ask what you're hoping to find? Not a thing, Deputy.
7: Just covering all the bases. Calvin, I'm real sorry, but I don't have any news for you.
11: That's not why I'm here, Sheriff. I have a lead on where Amy might be. What kind of lead? From those flyers I put up. Got a call from the clerk at the Dreamland Motel out on Route 4. Uh, said a woman matching Amy's description checked in a couple of days ago. I'm going to head out there now.
7: Dreamland Motel, you say? Why don't you let us check it out first, Calvin?
11: I got this, Sheriff. She's my wife. If she don't want to see me for some reason, well, I'll go away quietly. I just want to know she's okay.
7: Okay, Calvin. Keep us posted.
2: Amy? Amy,
6: you in there? Amy can't come to the door right now. Who are you? Jake. She never mentioned me. Where's my wife? What have you done with her? If you don't let me in, I'm going to break this door down. Trust me, Calvin. You don't want to come in here. Just walk away. Just walk away and pretend you never met Amy. Let me in. God damn it, let me in. Don't say you weren't warned.
10: Amy? Sheriff? What is it, deputy? We got some hits on that DNA sample.
7: What do you mean, some hits? Looks like seven. Let me see that. Well, Christ in a nighty! Get in the car, Deputy, and call for backup.
6: Shit, my
3: head. Where?
6: Amy? Guess again, friend. What? Baby, why are you talking like that? What? What? Handcuffs? I'm handcuffed to the radiator? Why? Because I can. Amy, honey, what the hell's going on? I said I'm not Amy! <laughs> Ow! I don't understand. <laughs> I knew she was desperate, but she was really scraping the bottom of the barrel with you. You're not Amy. Give the man a cigar. Who are you? Jake. What have you done with Amy? She's in here. It's just my turn to drive. Is she possessed? Are you possessing her? No. No. I live here, too. Not by choice. What the hell are you talking about? She absorbed me. Absorbed? Side by side in the womb we were. She and me. Should have been two of us. Two bodies. She was stronger. She took all the nutrients and left none for me. Before anyone even knew I was there, I was absorbed into her. So now I'm here. An unwelcome visitor in my sister's body. You're a. What? A a parasitic twin? How dare you? (laughs) Ow! What? It's what? I know what it means. I hate that word, parasitic. Sounds like freeloader. I'm not parasitic. She's the parasite. I'm trapped. Jake, Jake, where's Amy? I said she's here. Oh, she wants to talk to you so bad. She's crying out for you, but I won't let her. See, there's just a sliver of moon up there tonight. When the moon goes dark, I'm strong. Too strong for her. She's not going to stop me. Stop you from doing what? I'm going to kill you, Calvin. It's her fault. Don't blame me. She knew what I'd do if I ever got my hands on you. She thought she was so smart marrying a man in a cage. She thought you'd be safe that way. And I'll admit, I thought she got me this time. But here you are. Why kill me? Because I don't want you. Oh. Don't you get it? She's the one with the body. She's the one people see. She's the one people love. They don't see me. It's not fair. I can't have someone, so why should she? I'm gonna kill you. Like I killed the others. Others? Oh, sure. Going way back. Her first boyfriend, Jimmy, 15 years old. She loved his wavy brown hair and his coffee colored eyes. I drowned him. Then that asshole, Darrell, ran him over. She tried to be sneaky about it. She'd only see them when the moon was bright. But I got my way when it went dark, and it always goes dark. She was so lonely. So, so lonely. All she wanted was to be married. Then she found you. And you. (laughs) You were tough. All that thick glass separating us. But she didn't count on you getting released. And as soon as she found out, she ran. One more unilateral decision. I didn't want to go. I liked that house. You set
11: fire to the house.
6: If I can't have it, no one can. Let me talk to
11: Amy. No. You're gonna kill me, right? Just let me talk to Amy. Let me say goodbye. No,
6: I, hey, hey, no. Baby. (sighs) No, I
9: said you can't. I'm sorry, I love you. Stop it, Amy. That's it.
11: Put the gun down, Jake. Let's, put the gun down, Jake. Let's talk about
6: this. I'm done talking.
7: Sheriff's department, nobody move. We need an ambulance. You shot me. You shot my deputy. Deputy Dillard? Deputy? Well, hell, his first day, too. Amy! You all right, Calvin?
11: You shot Amy.
7: I winged her. She'll be fine. What is this? A parasitic twin situation? Uh, yeah.
11: You seen this before?
7: There ain't much I haven't seen. How did you know to come here? lifted some of Amy's DNA from one of those letters she sent you. Had it tested in case any unidentified girls turned up in the morgue. Turned out it was a match for seven unsolved murders.
11: Seven? Jesus.
7: Come on, let's get you out of here. Sheriff,
11: what am I gonna do now?
7: Calvin, I'm the last person you should be asking for relationship advice. All I can say is, just don't wait 20 years to decide.
8: Good morning, Calvin. Morning, Chaplain. How's life on the outside treating you? Not too bad. She really looks forward to seeing you, you know. I know. Well, enjoy your visit.
3: Hi, baby.
5: Hi, baby. I missed you.
3: They say when you marry someone, you're also marrying their family. You expect to visit now and again, holidays, even Sunday dinners. But Calvin never expected this. Still, love is love. Let's wish these kids the best as they learn what marriage can be when you're living in Uncanny County.
10: Uncanny County is the unholy creation of Todd Faulkner and Allison Crane. It's produced by Todd Faulkner, Allison Crane, and William Frankie. Our executive producer is Jessica Walker. Tonight's episode, Irreconcilable Differences, was written by Allison Crane. It was produced by A.J. Cermak and Allison Crane, and mastered by Anthony Thompson. It featured Catherine Puma as Amy, Tom Bartos as Calvin, and Todd Faulkner as Jake, along with the vocal talents of Ron Sanborn, Mona Yancey, Nicole Grebe, Matthew Hammond, and William Frankie. This is William Frankie coming to you from Uncanny County. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Teddy's Motor Lodge. At Teddy's, we may have bedbugs, but at least we're not the
2: clown motel. And that's this week's show. Please take some time to rate as many of the Mutual Audio Network feeds as you would like on Apple Podcasts and indeed wherever you get your podcasts. Check for us on Twitter and Facebook and all the usual places.
0: Please join us next week as we're bound to have a rockin' good time.
2: Uh, Is that a time travel reference?
0: Only time will tell. (laughs) Until then, I'm Jack Ward. And
2: I'm David Alt. Good day, everyone.
0: Have a great day. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.
9: No one knows where he comes from. before a wind.